save big money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below ground. Choose from ready-to-spray, concentrate, or granular. Save big money on Triazicide Insect Killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? I have terrific news for you. Our partners at Bet Online are making it easy these days. You can bet on the NHL playoffs, NBA playoffs. You can pick your winner in Major League Baseball for the World Series and a heck of a lot more. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. Listen, it's really easy to join, so get started today. Head on over to the website or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online. Get started now. It's where the game starts. It's officially ice cream season in Central New York, and the locally owned and operated Carval in North Syracuse welcomes you to come in all May long and try their strawberry and banana twist. Everything at Carval of North Syracuse is made fresh, so no matter what kind of treat or design you want, they make it happen. Carval is open seven days a week. Brewer to Road, North Syracuse, America's favorite since 1934, and now offering strawberry banana twist soft serve all May long. So treat yourself to some Carvel. Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash. All day, every day, you can count on Burn Dairy and Deli. It's all good. Make a splash this May with a new spa from MyHotTub.com. Inventory available now, so choose from over 50 spas. These prices are slashed to move fast. MyHotTub.com, located in Destiny, USA. Hurry, these spas won't last. What's going on, everybody? Paul Bissonette here from the Spit and Chicklets podcast and now the TNT broadcast. I just want to give everybody a shout-out and make sure you tune in to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms like Spotify, Google, Apple, Stitcher, Deezer, you name it. Go ahead and download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review. We are brought to you by our awesome friends over at Ken's Auto Detailing. If you're in and around Central New York, stop by Ken's Auto Detailing. They've got the best detail work in Central New York. Route 11 and Cicero, bring in your boat, your motorcycle, your car, your van, your SUV, and uh, when, hey, look, when you drive away from their lot, I am telling you right now, you feel like you have a brand new car. Ken's Auto Detailing. Go get them on Facebook as well, and you'll see all of their specials on the weekly basis as well. Ken's Auto Detailing is the official detail house of the ML Sports Platter. A tip of the cap thank you as well to Camillus Golf Club, the Swan and Whitaker families, uh, for their support of the program, as well as Burton Ace Hardware, Rosie's Corner, and Bowers and Company CPAs. All right, I've got a, a special guest to bring on to the program after I break down um, something I think in Major League Baseball that needs to be talked about. Uh, I'll get to that. Um, 
I'll get to that in, in just a second, but I'll be joined later by Mike Curtis. He is the Syracuse men's and women's basketball uh, reporter for Syracuse.com uh, and the Post Standard, at Mike A. Curtis, the number two on Twitter. We'll talk to him about some off-season stuff with the Orange and, of course, uh, name, image, likeness, transfer portal, um, you know, if, if those two things are good or bad for the sport. Uh, so we'll be joined by Mike Curtis here uh, in just a few minutes. But I wanted to talk a little bit, uh, as far as Major League Baseball is concerned, something is going on right now, and Major League Baseball has to be excited about it. Rob Manfred, commissioner, who, again, I wish he wasn't commissioner, and really everybody all the way down the line, right? I mean, let's be honest. Um, you know, it's everybody has to be happy with, with a couple of things that have that have happened here. I mean, we're about... 35 games or so in as I record this and you know the Yankees are in first place New York team Mets are in first place New York team and you have the LA Dodgers right like the powerhouse in baseball right now huge market huge city huge regional following um you know maybe not as much of a love hate as the Yankees but certainly a lot of people out in the National League are starting to hate this team because of all their success. You know, Cardinal fans, Brewer fans, uh, Giant fans, always, Padre fans, whatever the case may be. Um, and then you have a team in the LA Angels of Anaheim, which is really where this centers on because we've said it for how long? You, me, everybody around the baseball community. Man, if Mike Trout and Shohei Otani can stay healthy for an entire year, and of course, Anthony Rendon homering a few days back in terms of uh, from the left side, and um, you know everything's going on there. They've got one of the best ERAs in all of the American League in baseball. Period. Uh, Noah Syndergaard so far so good, staying healthy. They're playing good defense. A well-rounded group. They hit you for uh, they hit for average. They hit for power. But the two big guys are Shohei Otani and Mike Trout. There's no question about it. Shohei Otani is doing things that we haven't seen since Babe Ruth. That's what this guy's doing. He is absolutely, positively fabulous. And he's just, he's must-see TV every single day. Every single day and night this guy takes the field, he's must-see TV. That's all there is to it. And I think, you know, getting him into the postseason would be huge. And I think it would be huge for Mike Trout, for sure. I mean, when you think about it, the best players, and I remember having Liam McHugh on and Adam Kimmelman on from uh, TNT, uh, NHL coverage, and NHL.com respectively, but you know, you always want in every sport, you want your best player to be on the biggest stage, right? And that's what made Michael Jordan even that much more famous, right? Michael Jordan was in the playoffs pretty much every year, won six championships, went 6-0, and right? Um, you know, but he was in, in the finals all the time, in the playoffs all the time. And you think about seven-game series, like, you know, against the Knicks, you're seeing him play six, seven games there, and he played six, seven games the series before that, and then the series before that. And then in the NBA Finals, one time after another, after another, after another, you want Mike Trout to be in that spot. You want Connor McDavid right now in the NHL to be in that spot. You want Steph Curry and LeBron James to be in that spot. You want the best of the best to be in the postseason. And right now, if they can stay healthy, this is absolutely a situation where the Angels could make the playoffs and, hey, even make noise in the postseason, right? Because Shohei could give you a chance here if the pitching stays healthy. Mike Trout is playing uh, absurd baseball as I record this. I mean, we're coming off of a a couple of nights here, um, you know, 
some days back where Mike Trout had back-to-back home runs with Shohei Otani, uh, and then Shohei proceeded to hit a you know a grand slam, and then the night after Mike Trout homered twice. Mike Trout, as I record this, and there will be probably five six games you know after this recording. But you get the point. Nine home runs, 32 hits, a 337 average. He scored 25 runs, 19 RBI. Listen to these numbers. 457 OBP. That is absurd. And he has a 726 slugging, a plus 248 for OPS, and his OPS percentage, 1.183. Mike Trout is devastating right now for opponents. He just is. And listen, when he's healthy... There is nobody better than him in the game. I mean, he's the best player by pretty close to a landslide, right? No disrespect to Vlad Guerrero Jr., no disrespect to his teammate Shohei Otani, no disrespect to Aaron Judge, no disrespect to Jose Ramirez, no disrespect to Carlos Correa, you know, no disrespect to Jose Altuve or Pete Alonso or Freddie Freeman or Matt Olson or Nolan Arenado right, or when healthy Fernando Tatis or Manny Machado, okay, no disrespect to all those guys, Bryce Harper, when this guy is on and when he's healthy, he is the best in the game, and right now it is terrific to see, and I mentioned the Yankees and the Mets earlier, I mean, listen, this Yankee team, they haven't made the World Series since 2009, they haven't won one since the same year, the Mets, you know, right now they're probably the most exciting team in baseball, they need I would say, uh, you know, in order to win the whole thing, certainly in a seven-game series with, um, you know, with 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 pitching depth and all the rest, their staff's pretty good right now. Their lineup's really, really good. But looking down the line, they got to have Jacob DeGrom back. Um, if they're going to win a championship, they need that one-two punch of Scherzer and Jacob DeGrom. Uh, but the rest of the staff has hung in there. The bullpen's been good enough. The offense has been Absolutely electric. Uh, Buck Showalter has implemented discipline and uh, fundamentals, baseball IQ. Um, They've just been a joy to watch. And as I record this, they have a seven-game lead on the Braves. I mean, you know, the Nationals are dead in the the water. But you look at Philadelphia, Philadelphia, under 500 team as I record this. Miami, under 500 team. Atlanta, under 500 team. The Mets right now, as we're going 35, 40 games into the year, they should win that division by five or six games. That division is awful. And Philadelphia, John Middleton and company, everybody, they've spent a ton of money there in Philly. They don't really have a lot to show for it. Um, So I think Major League Baseball has got to be really, really thrilled right now at the fact that you've got both L.A. teams, both New York teams playing extremely well. And let's be honest, a Midwest feel, a two-horse race until the end. Okay, Pittsburgh, the Cubs, and the Reds, are irrelevant in the NL Central. It will be a Brewers-Cardinals division from here until the end, and we've got that right off the shoot. I mean, these teams are only a few games from each other in the standings with Milwaukee leading by three over the Cardinals as I record this. So uh, pretty good stuff here, Major League Baseball-wise. I think the baseball people have got to be excited about it. The Yankees, um, you know, starting pitching's been lights out. The bullpen's been dominant. Uh, the timely hitting has has been happening. Uh, they had a great comeback win last week against Toronto in terms of being down 3 nothing, tied up with a Stanton home run the other way, and then down 5-3. The Blue Jays got two runs in the eighth. The Yankees come back and score three in the ninth uh, after a couple of walks and then a, an Aaron Judge uh, walk-off home run, his first 
um, in his career, you know, and it's going to take those things, right? You need an ace, you need pitching depth, you need, uh, you know, a bullpen, and you've got to have timely hitting. Those are the ingredients to win a World Series. And so far, the New York Yankees appear to have all of those things. Now, will it have staying power? We'll have to see. Another big part with the Yankees as well is the health. And they do have just a different look, a different vibe, a different swagger, uh, uh, heart and hunger. You know, it comes from guys like Josh Donaldson and Trevino and Marwin Gonzalez. And, um, you know, it comes from from uh, Kiner Falefa, right? I mean, they got rid of Gary Sanchez, who's lazy as, as lazy can be. And, uh, you know, they got rid of Gio Urshela, who was probably a little overrated. And Luke Voigt, as I record this, is hitting 146 in San Diego. So, or 136. So, um you know, they didn't need muscle milk Luke from the right side. They already have enough power from the right side. They've got LeMayu. They have Judge. They've got Stanton. Um, you know, and health has been a big thing for the Yankees. Let's be honest. Uh, a big reason why they are playing great baseball is because, hey, the best avail- uh, the best ability is availability. And the Yankees so far have been available. And uh, they're in first place. But them, the Mets, the Angels with Shohei and Mike Trout and the Dodgers, I think baseball's got to be pretty darn happy with the start of the season, about 35-40 games in. Mike Lindsley here with you. It is indeed the ML Sports Platter, all brought to you by our great friends at Bowers & Company CPAs, the Syracuse Fitness Store, and Burn Dairy. Go gas up your vehicle today at Burn Dairy. Grab the pizza, the subs for your lunch or dinner, and the donuts and chocolate milk and coffee on the way into work. Burn Dairy, participating locations in and around Central New York. Get on over there. And, of course, a big tip of the cap thank you as well to our friends at Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare. Bring your pup for a day of play at Barks and Rec, Route 11 in Cicero. Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare is a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. Let's bring him in. He is a reporter for Syracuse.com for the Syracuse men's and women's basketball teams. We're going to get into Transfer Portal, NIL, and a few other off-season notes and news with Mike Curtis on Twitter, at Mike A. Curtis the number two, and you can also get him on his website, thecurtiscritique.com. That's thecurtiscritique.com. Mikey, how are you? Doing well, man. Um, as usual, the off season, um, it's just like the regular season. There's never a day off, um, especially with all the transfer portal news coming day in and day out. So everything's good, just kind of trying to keep track of it all. Do you think the transfer portal is good for college athletics? Um, yeah, absolutely. I, I would say there are um, pros and cons to it. Um, on one hand, you want to keep your players if you're um, an institution. Um, you definitely want to keep your best players. You don't want them to have the season of their lives and then um, a school with more talent comes along and say, hey, come, think about coming over here. Maybe we can get you an NCAA championship. Um, so you want to keep the best players, but on the other hand, if you're able to sway a player that could potentially come in and change your program. I mean, I think that's beneficial for every school. It just You just have to have the right coaching staff and the right culture to kind of back that up. NIL is another thing that has completely turned college sports on, you know, on its axis, so to speak. Uh, do you think that's good for college athletics? And where do you see the future sitting with NIL as it relates to Syracuse basketball, both men and women? Yeah, for sure. As far as NIL goes, I've always been an advocate of um, players making earning compensation based off their likenesses, uh, based off their brands. Um, 
the inflection of NIL over this past year. So it's hard to regulate it. The NCAA is trying to do it. They came out with um, recent legislation that basically says a, a group of boosters can't get together and pay an athlete to come to their school, um, which we've known that for a while. Boosters aren't able to have contact with players, families, um, nothing of that nature. But um, I think as long as the athlete is getting compensated fairly, um, that's another thing. That's another thing. Um, players aren't going to be rewarded equally. Like you may have some players who are making X amount of dollars. Let's say player A on your team is making $200,000 and the rest of your team is making somewhere between twenty to 30000 I mean, those are just random numbers, but there is a disparity when it comes to NIL and what these kids are making nowadays. There is, and that's okay where I sit because no disrespect to women's you know, softball or tennis or golf or, um, you know, God, nobody loves golf more than I do. I mean, it, like with yeah. no disrespect to those sports, soccer, et cetera, we know the sports that not, they don't move the needle. They are in the needle. I mean, it's, it's college football and it's ultimately March Madness and NCAA basketball. So I, I understand the disparity. And, and frankly, Mike, when you think about it, NIL was something that I was clamoring for years ago for this simple reason. When everybody was batting heads together and trying to, you know, argue about, well, players should be paid, players should be paid, players should be paid. Look at the money the universities and colleges are bringing in. Look at the money the head coaches make. Look at the money the ADs make. You got to pay the players. How do you find the right amount to pay the women's star softball player and pay, you know, the star basketball player? To me, you you don't. You don't. You, You don't pay all the players. You leave the gray area behind and you say this. It's NIL. It's every man and woman for himself and herself. Whatever you make, you go out and make. It's 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 a free enterprise world, and I think this gives them an opportunity to also kind of learn the ropes here as they become adults from a business perspective. Yeah, I agree with that. Those are really good points. Um, I remember back when, before NIL was even a thing, everyone kept saying, okay, is there a certain benchmark that we're going to pay these players? Are we going to pay the football players X amount of dollars? Are we going to pay the basketball players this amount? Uh, what about the women's teams, of course? Um, but like you said, it's a free enterprise market. You pretty much are setting your own standards. Um, you're basically going out there and saying, hey, I'm worth this based on what deal you take. And a lot of these athletes are getting um, representation for that specific reason to go in there and negotiate those deals. Mike Curtis, our guest here, Syracuse men's and women's basketball reporter and insider for Syracuse.com. You can get him on Twitter at Mike A. Curtis, the number two. And we are brought to you by Burn Dairy, Bowers & Company, CPAs, and our good friends over at Rosie's Corner. Can you give my listeners an idea? You mentioned the transfer portal and the busyness of the offseason. It basically is kind of like the regular season because every day there's something to look for and report on. Um, can you yeah. get my listeners caught up to speed on actually two things? Uh, transfer portal, you know, who's out, who's in. Uh, I know there's been activity on both the men's and women's sides. And, and also, obviously, Syracuse landed a big recruit about an hour ago as we record this for, for the men's side. Yeah, absolutely. So it has been pretty busy um, on both ends for the men and the women. Um, I'll start with the men. Um, with, obviously, Syracuse's roster, um, Buddy Beheim, Jimmy Beheim, and Cole Swider, 
um, all seniors have elected to um, pursue their professional dreams. Um, Buddy Beheim specifically, he are, you know he just got invited for the NBA um, G League camp. That's really big considering um, where he was when he was a freshman here at Syracuse, and now he's got a potential to even play um, in the NBA. So that's pretty good. As far as the transfer portal, um, Frank Anselm, of course, is no longer on the team. He was a backup to Jesse Edwards this past season. Um, he transferred to Georgia, so he's looking for a starting role. We'll see if he pans out there. Um, and Chaz Owens has entered the transfer portal as well. Um, he was a forward, son of, of course, Syracuse great Billy Owens. He didn't get a lot of playing time this season, so I think he's trying to go somewhere where he can um, get a chance to show what he can do. Um, and as far as transfers in, Syracuse just got a got a got a six foot eleven center that they're gonna use to kind of serve as a backup to Jesse Jesse Edwards and um, Duquesne transfer um, Monir Hema. Excuse me if I'm um, <laughs> misspelling or mispronouncing. No, I think you nailed it. I think that's how you. I think you nailed it. Yeah, but he's a six eleven center. Um, he was at Duquesne last season as a freshman. Um, he only averaged one point nine points and almost three rebounds a game and just limited action. But in the last five games of the season, he did start um, and he averaged 3.6 points and 5.2 rebounds. So if he can even give you five, six rebounds a game off the bench Mm -hmm. um, after Jesse Edwards, Syracuse can't ask for nothing else um, from him. And if he gives you something on the offensive end, that's just a bonus. Um, But he joins the center group that's going to have Jesse Edwards. It's going to have Peter Carey coming in as a freshman. Um, so it, it, it'll be interesting to see how it looks once it's all put together on the floor. No doubt about that. Uh, you've had a heck of a year uh, in closing here. I mean, you've, you've done a great job, uh, you know, covering the teams. And, um, you know, it was great to run into you a couple times uh, at the Dome when I had some freelance gigs. I, I miss being there for every game, but I don't miss Jim Beheim's press conferences, and I certainly don't miss the – you know, random non-conference game in December when there's four feet of snow on the ground and I'm, you know, I'm tucked in my house. Um, <laughs> however, however, I do miss the action on a daily basis, not doing post-game shows regularly and drive home drive home radio. But you've had an unbelievable year. I mean, you met Alan Iverson this year, right, and, and interviewed him, uh, and, and you got to, to, to meet some others and interview others. Highlight, highlight the year for me. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, it's definitely been a pretty exciting year as far as covering um, both the Syracuse men and women. Um, I, I almost I went to almost every women's game, especially once it, they got in the ACC tournament play. Um, and as far as the men, just being there as the third kind of third reporter behind my colleagues Donna Dakota and Mike Waters, that was that was just amazing in itself. But um, yeah, I got to interview a couple of um, big shots. Um, the first one was Giannis Antetokounmpo. Oh yeah, that's um, right. Yep. MVP of the league. Um, two-time MVP, I'm sorry, and an NBA champion with the Bucks, along with his brother, Thanasis. Um, those two were, they, they, they were pretty excited to come to Syracuse. Um, and they even said that had they gone to college because they came over here straight from um, Greece, they, they probably would have went to Syracuse. So huh. it, it's, it's funny to imagine how those two long athletes would have fit in that 2-3 zone. Um, and then wow. a couple of weeks later, I think it was a month later, Allen Iverson came to the Dome, and, you know, he's a longtime Georgetown Hoyer. So it was kind of like 
Syracuse was hosting a rival mm-hmm. in, in, in itself. But he, he was a great guy to talk to, um, extremely approachable, down to earth. And he was just excited about the reception that he got um, coming in as a former Georgetown alum. Tell you what, I saw Iverson play. I, you're a lot younger than I am. But I yeah. saw Iverson play. Uh, I was in high school at the time. But he was at Georgetown from 94 to 90. So he was just there for two years, and he left early. He's actually, I believe, the first player to leave early from Georgetown, and he played only two years. But I saw him play at the Carrier Dome in that second year of his college tenure. And, Mike, I got to tell you, I don't know if I've ever seen a faster player in person than Allen Iverson, and, you know, until John Wall, until I saw John Wall come play uh, in the in the regional uh, in the regional um, at Syracuse, and I think it was two thousand and God, what that would have been what two thousand uh, around two thousand nine. I was gonna say yeah. Um, good grief! I mean the speed of Iverson and just those old Georgetown Cuse battles. I, you look at Iverson, you're just like you know what? If you're a Syracuse fan, you can hate Georgetown all you want. You can hate Iverson. You got to go yeah. over and you got to respect it because man, what, what we would all do to see one more of those thirty thousand plus games in the dome, you know, between Georgetown and Syracuse with Iverson on the other side. Absolutely, one of the most toughest players you'll ever come across. I mean, he took a beating day in and day day out, going to, driving to the hole, making tough shots over seven footers. Even he, especially in his younger days, he he would even catch you on a dunk. Yeah. Tip jam. I remember he got that one over King and Martin. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. I, I was that guy, man. <laughs> yeah, and John Wall, by the way, played one year at Kentucky. It was 2009-10 season. You nailed it. And in that in that regional final, uh, in the regional uh, at Syracuse at, at the Dome, uh, I think it was them. Cornell made it uh, with the kid Whitman and uh, West Virginia. And I forget the fourth team, but West Virginia, I believe, went to the Final Four and beat Kentucky in that regional final. So um, just the, the, probably the two fastest college basketball players I've ever seen in person, John Wall and Allen Iverson. Well, Mike Curtis, thank you for doing this. Syracuse men's and women's basketball reporter for Syracuse.com of the Post Standard, at Mike A. Curtis, the number two. Go give him a follow on Twitter. Hey, continued success, my man. Thank you, Mike. It's always a pleasure to be on here and talk sports with you. The ML Sports Platter is brought to you by our great friends over at Burn Dairy, Bowers & Company, CPAs, your state farm agent, Matt Graham, and Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual New York State. Tax-efficient retirement planning. Go with Brian today on LinkedIn, on Facebook, and, of course, advisors.massmutual.com. Hit me on Twitter, at Mike L Sports. This is the ML Sports Platter, brought to you in part by Bet Online. And as I always tell you, enjoy the games. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.